What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back again bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today, we are taking a look at some of my favorite middle to late round quarterback targets for fantasy football in 2021. But as always, before we get into that, shout out to you. To you. I love you. I love you. I kiss you on the mouth if you let me. You are the best. Thank you for coming by on a weekly basis, showing your boy some love and support. And if you are new, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. I really hope you enjoy the content. And if you do, make sure to leave a like on the video, drop a comment, help me get that algorithm going so my content gets shown to more people. I really appreciate it. But yeah, anyways, we're talking about some of my favorite mid to late round quarterback targets, guys that I'm going to be drafting a lot this season, because as you know, if you're new and you don't know, I'm not the type of guy to go with an early quarterback. I like to take my quarterbacks at a value, guys that I think have a lot of upside a little later, or if one of the top guys fall to me, I will pull the trigger. But before we get into the list, Make sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hell, for all I know, we might have already passed the goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I record all my videos for the week in one day, usually uh, Saturdays, but today we're doing it on Thursday because I got some stuff to do this on Saturday. So if we already broke that goal, if we didn't break the goal, it don't matter. Subscribe to the channel. Help your boy reach the goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season or help me reach my next goal. I don't know what it's going to be. Probably 200 by the end of the fantasy football season. Who knows? We're getting very close. We're inching closer day in and day out and it really means the world to me that y'all are enjoying the content and you have subscribed to the channel. Thank you so, so very much. But let's get into the list. Let's get into the main event. And the first guy I want to talk about on my favorite mid to late round quarterback targets is Jalen Hurts quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles currently the quarterback 10 coming off the board 77th overall per fantasy pros ADP average draft position now last season we saw Hurts take over for Carson Wentz right and this season, he's coming in to his first full year as a starter. He's got a full offseason and get more comfortable in this offense. And one of the reasons why I like Jalen Hurts so much is because he comes with massive rushing upside. In the four games that he started last season, he had 46 carries, 272 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, this is a very, very small sample size, so take this with a big old grain of salt when you hear this here. But if you go ahead and take that and paste that out to 17 games, that would be 196 carries, 1,156 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Now, I don't think this is what we should expect. Like I said, that's a very, very small sample size. But even if he's only 70% of what he did last season, based on the 17-game pace, that would be 137 attempts, 809 yards, and 9 touchdowns rushing. Now, I also expect Jalen Hurts to take a step forward as a passer this season. Like I mentioned, he does have a full season, uh, full offseason under his belt now. Well, he will by the start of the season. You got Jalen Rager, who I have not given up on yet. He was banged up a lot of last season. Coming into year two, probably going to line up in the slot a lot. So hopefully that helps. We see Travis Fulgham showed some flashes last season. Dallas Goddard, a young up-and-coming tight end. They add Devontae Smith and Kenneth Gainwell, a pass-catching specialist out of the backfield via the draft. Devontae Smith, one of the top prospects at the wide receiver position in this year's class. They add both of those guys. We see as well the offensive line is should be back together, should be healthy. We should see some synergy there, which is great news for Jalen Hurts. And then we have the X-Factor, Miles Sanders 
who I do expect a little bit of a bounce back from with Jalen Hurts at the helm. We have seen that he can be viable as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Not so much struggled in that area last season, but we did see it in 2019. And if he can bounce back to the form of second half of the year 2019, Miles Sanders that is, then that is great news for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. And the thing is with Hurts, man, is even if he doesn't take that big step forward in terms of uh, as a passer, 17 games, even if he only goes for 3,000 yards and 20 touchdowns, if he gives you 700 to 900 yards rushing and 8 to 10 touchdowns, all of a sudden that that more than makes up for what you've lost in terms of passing. So I love these 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 quarterbacks, the Konami court. Konami code quarterbacks is what we call them nowadays in the fantasy community, apparently. The guys that have that rushing upside because it means you're pulling fantasy points from everywhere. You're grabbing them and you're throwing them in your lineup, baby. So that's why I love Jalen Hurts so much. And moving on to the second guy on my list, we are talking about Ryan Tannehill, quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, going right after Jalen Hurts, the QB 11, 78th overall. Now, Tannehill, he's a guy that I really like, former Miami Dolphin. If you don't know, I am a Dolphins fan, and it hurts to see Tannehill realize his potential with Tennessee because he was stuck in the Gase trap, and if Peyton Manning ain't there, then Adam Gase is just horrible for whoever he is coaching. But he got away from the Gase trap, he went to Tennessee, and he proved what he could be, and he has been hyper-efficient in Tennessee since he has been there. He has held a 67.3% completion rate, 7.2% touchdown rate, and 8.2 yards per attempt. Hyper, hyper-efficient quarterback play from Ryan Tannehill. Now, you have A.J. Brown, ready to go, healthy for this season. And then, of course, the Tennessee Titans acquire Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, another great weapon. And this receiving core goes from one of the worst in the league to one of the best in the league overnight. And then another thing with Tannehill, real quick, is he does have that sneaky rushing upside, man. He is a little bit of a burner. He used to be a wide receiver back in his heyday. He's a little older now. But over the past couple seasons with Tennessee, he's had 86 carries, 451 yards and 11 touchdowns rushing. Now, I don't expect him to perform at that level in terms of touchdowns. I think last year he had seven rushing touchdowns, if I'm correct. But if he gives you another 300 yards on the ground, 250, 300 yards, and four or five touchdowns, that's just gravy on the Ryan Tannehill potatoes, baby. You know what I'm saying? So you got A.J. Brown, you got Julio Jones. And then on, on top of that, you have Derrick Henry coming off a 2,000-yard rushing season out of the backfield. So defenses, no matter how you look at it, are fucked this season when it comes to the Titans. If you double A.J. Brown, Julio Jones gets open. You double Julio Jones, A.J. Brown gets open. You stack the box on Derrick Henry, they're both open. You play your defense so that you can shut down A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, Derrick Henry just tears you apart on the ground. So I think this offense is going to be a very potent, very efficient offense with Ryan Tannehill at the helm. And having all these weapons will be great for Ryan Tannehill in fantasy football in 2021. And that's why I will be targeting him in the middle rounds of fantasy football drafts this season. Now, moving on from Ryan Tannehill, the third guy on my list is Matthew Stafford, now quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams. Now, he is the quarterback 13th going 98th overall. He comes from the Lions to the Rams. And I like this because 
You look at the Rams roster. This is probably the best overall receiving core that Matt Stafford has played with in recent history. Obviously, when he had Megatron, Megatron alone, Calvin Johnson, that is, is just like a receiving core in and of themselves. You don't need nobody else. But you got Robert Woods, you got Cooper Cup, you got Tyler Higby, you got a great defense with the Rams, you got Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson sporting a strong running game. Hopefully, Akers can be involved in the passing game as well. Stafford has generally targeted his running back quite frequently. And then, as well, you have Sean McVay, a great offensive mind. And on the note of Sean McVay and his team, they look at Stafford as a franchise quarterback. McVay's came out, he said, Stafford's tough as nails. All the good things you've heard about Stafford, they're not enough. He's better than what everyone thinks. That's what Sean McVay has to say about Stafford. And although Stafford does have limiting, limited rushing upside, I think that he does have the upside in the passing game to throw for 5,000 yards to go for 40 touchdowns. And I think that's plenty to draft Matt Stafford in the late rounds in the ninth, 10th round for fantasy football in 2021. And real quick, let's backtrack a second. Go back to Ryan Tannehill. Go back to Ryan Tannehill, baby. I think that Tannehill as well has that similar type of upside in terms of 5,000 yards, but kind of more total yards and 40 touchdowns, 40, 45 touchdowns in terms of um, passing and rushing. Didn't want to quickly mention that because I forgot to mention it when we were talking about Tannehill. But now it's time to move on to the last guy, to the last guy on our list. A little ASMR there. We got a guy that I love that will forever hold a special place in my heart, Ryan Fitz Magic, baby. Ryan Fitzpatrick, now of the Washington football team. And I've been looking everywhere for a signed Ryan Fitzpatrick Dolphins jersey. I cannot find it anywhere. If any of y'all ever come across that, go down to my... Uh, to the description, hit the links for my social, DM, DM me on Instagram and let me know where I can get it because I need that shit. But Fitzpatrick is going undrafted, quarterback uh, quarterback 30 right now, 253rd overall. He comes over to Washington and he's got a new life here. His only competition is Taylor Heineke. I think that Washington brought him in because they wanted to win the division again. Of course they want to win the division again. They did last year. But he's a clear upgrade over Alex Smith. And I think they wouldn't have brought him in to just sit behind Taylor Heineke this season. They paid him decent money. And then when you look at this team, this is one of the best group of weapons that uh, Fitzpatrick's ever played with. Before we get into that, real quick... Ryan Fitzpatrick last season in the six games that he started for the Dolphins to start the season was averaging 22.5 fantasy points per game. Don't forget about that. Just because he was sitting out and just coming in to bail out Tua a lot last season, don't forget what he did in the beginning of the season. He is a little boom busty, but he is the type of guy that in the right matchup can win you a week. But when you look at this group of weapons, not even just the, the receivers, you have Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Terry McLaurin is an elite young talent. You got Curtis Samuel who's shown... Flashes throughout his career. He had a great year last season. He's reunited with Ron Rivera. You got two great receivers out of the backfield in Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Newly drafted De'Ami Brown and Logan Thomas, who broke out at tight end last season. Efficiency, kind of a question with Logan Thomas. But when you got Alex Smith throwing the ball four or five yards on average, your efficiency isn't going to be great. But... What we like about Fitzpatrick, he's a, he's a gunslinger, man. He's got no problem degaffing. He's going to be slinging it to McLaurin, slinging it to, to Curtis Samuel, to whoever wants one, De'Ami Brown, whoever wants you get a You get a degaff, you get a degaff, you get a degaff, and those big chunk plays are very good for fantasy football. And I just, I just want a share of Ryan Fitzpatrick. This could be a swan song. Like I said, he's got 
these great weapons. They got a good defense. They should have a good run game. They should be a competitive team. And I just want a piece of Ryan Fitzpatrick, the piece of the Ryan Fitzpatrick pie, because this could be the last time we do it, man. He's getting up there in age. He might not be, this is probably going to be his last season as a starter, at least, maybe in the league altogether. So I just want a piece of that Fitzpatrick pie, baby. So that's my list. Those are the guys I got for y'all. Let's quickly go through it. Jalen Hurts, excellent rushing upside. Should see a step forward in the passing game. You got Ryan Tannehill, hyper-efficient. Julio, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Matt Stafford playing with Woods, uh, Cup, Higby, Sean McVay, great coach, great defense. A lot of upside to throw the ball, 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. And then last but not least, you got Fitzmagic in the fucking swan song. But I do actually have a few honorable mentions. Y'all been getting some extras lately. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You better subscribe to the channel if you want more extras, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But listen, my honorable mentions, right? Daniel Jones, a guy, uh, New York Giants, obviously. New York Giants, Daniel Jones. Um, improved receiving core with Galladay, with uh, Kadarius Tony in the draft. And then he's another guy that does have some rushing upside. You got Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers, kind of a draft and stash type of guy. It, when, if and when he does take that starter job, he has league winning upside. And then you have Sam Darnold, new life in Carolina, out of the gaze trap, like we mentioned with Tannehill, reunited with Robbie Anderson, good coach with Joe Brady, or offense coordinator coach, Joe Brady. Yeah, Joe Brady's there. Um, you got Sam Darnold there uh, with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, newly drafted Terrace Marshall, Christian McCaffrey there as well. All great things for a chance for Sam Darnold to revitalize his career. Daniel Jones, the quarterback 25, 196th overall. Trey Lance, quarterback 24, 170th overall. And Sam Darnold, QB 32, going undrafted as the 288th player off the board. But that's all I got for y'all today. That's my list. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to leave a like on the video. I would really appreciate it. Drop a comment. Let me know who are some of your favorite quarterback targets early, mid, late round, other things you want to hear, other things you want to see me talk about, whatever it may be. Talk to me, talk amongst yourself, help that algorithm kind of get boosted and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. But that's all I got. Me, my boy, we're out. That's it. That's all. That's all there is. I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you for giving me some of your time, spending some time with me today. Really means the world to me. And I will catch you all next time. As always, Thank you. Love you. Peace.